An atheist asked me recently, Hey Brett, why do you think the vast majority of prisoners are religious? And my response is, the term is called jailhouse Jesus. Atheists either commit suicide before going to jail or court, or when they become part of the population, they become religious while inside. Atheists have no community on the outside or inside of prison. Humans are social creatures who gravitate towards groups that can help and protect them. Preachers visit prisons and convert atheists daily. This is a known fact and statistic. God bless. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for your service. Obviously, you guys give of yourselves to, to do what you're doing. The community, I think we recognize that now that the political juice has been sucked out of the mask distraction, that we have to move forward. And one of the things I wanted to thank you for tonight was the resolution, the non-discrimination resolution, the CRT deal, because it's, it's happening. And as a parent, I speak to other parents, there's a few things that we don't want. I'm biracial, I'm bilingual, I'm multicultural. The fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want, and I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan-colored kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the mask showed us is that the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Now, obviously, we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board. Because CRT, all of that, the parents don't want it. It's a big fat lie. There's not one, if, there, if you believe in CRT, I want to tell you you're a liar. Because that means you look at your black neighbor and say that they're oppressed, and you look at your white neighbor and say that they're evil, regardless of the experience that you've had with them. And we're not going to do that. The parents in the United States of America, right here in North Carolina and Cabarrus County, we know that's not true because we believe the lives we live. The fact is, I've been a business owner right here in North Carolina, and I deal with white people, black people, Hispanic people. My children deal with everybody. And the racism is only happening at the government level and on the media. The fact is, you have racists, and there's like, you can't even find them hardly. You just hear the stories about them. But this is, this is what we're dealing with. The parents are taking the wheel. I have an eight-year-old daughter who is absolutely dynamic, who can do anything, athletically, intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally. She is a dynamo. And I don't want a man swimming against her in the pool. The fact is, I don't want her playing against boys in soccer. I don't even let my sons rough her up. Do you think I'm going to let your son rough her up? This is what we're talking about. Policy going back to the parents. Because if you think people who love America are willing to fight for it, you haven't met parents yet. Because I'm telling you, parents will go further down any street than anyone who loves their country alone. My name is Brian Echeverria. I thank you for your service, and we're taking back the wheel. Thank you for being here. Hey, Brad, it's Matt Powell just giving you a call. Hey, somebody has sent me a video that you put out. I wanted to talk to you about it, man. I, uh, I've noticed we go through this about once a year where you're super frustrated and you feel unappreciated. You feel like nobody cares. Like Kent and I don't 
give a crap about your channel or that it's just nothing but a, a dumpster fire there. But I don't feel that way, Brett. You're you're a good guy, and, and we like you, and, and we want peace among the brethren here. Um, give me a call, man. I, I'm, I'm around. I, I'm very busy, as you know. I'm trying to serve the Lord and take care of my family. I, I don't. I'm not really at home a lot, usually out and about, either witnessing or doing some videos or playing with my kids, my wife, going to church. So I know we don't have a lot of time to talk, but I'd love to talk to you, and I'd love to at least work out this problem. I'm sorry that we offended you. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's good to always hear these problems that we have out online, though. Like, I didn't even know there was a problem. You should come to me and let me know so that I know and so we can deal with it offline. But, you know, I, I don't go around bad-mouthing you on YouTube. <laughs> so I'd appreciate it if you do the same for me, brother. Anyhow, take care of yourself. Give me a call. God bless. Bye-bye. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. I hope you're all feeling good, that you had a good Christmas, a New Year's Eve, all that kind of good stuff. Um, first off, I want to make sure that people realize this isn't some kind of hate video or animosity towards Matt Powell or Kent Hoven. Matt Powell wants peace. Well, he's going to get peace because I'm no longer going to support his ministry, nor am I going to support Kent Hoven. Um... I've had many Christians for the past two years or more who told me that they have bent over backwards to help Kent in his ministry, and Kent basically ignores anything that they do, that any videos, anything that they try to do out there, he just simply does not have anything to do with them. And that's sad. And I believe because of having a conversation every once in a blue moon on the phone with Kent or having him on my show that might have meant that I was valuable in some way. But somebody was talking to me and they pointed out some things to me that really got me pondering and thinking. They said, Brett, for all this time, it seems like Kent Oven only uses your YouTube channel so he can air out his laundry his dirty laundry about what's going on with Dinosaur Adventureland, or he's wanting to use your channel so he can come up and defend himself against family members or wives or people like this. And then they asked me, how long was it before Kent Hoven actually called you to see how you're doing after your channel was gone? The one that all that drama and filth was on. Kent Hovind did not call me one single time. For almost eight or nine months went by and he did not call. And then finally, I would get in touch with him. And the first thing that he was interested in doing is stating that he would like to do a show where he talks about something that Cindy Lincoln's doing and about a court thing that's coming up. Now, he did say, I hope you're doing well and all this kind of stuff, but pretty much the direction of the conversation, I had tried to get away from all that drama for a while. I even made videos on my YouTube channel said that I did not want it to be like this anymore. I have to 
assume or presuppose that Kent did not bother watching any of my videos, or he would have known that I didn't want any part of that nonsense anymore. And it is seem it seemingly is that the more and more that I've defended Kent and the more I've protected him and tried to give explanation for why a lot of this negativity is going on, I've earned a great deal of new haters. I mean, I already had my own that I had earned. I've got thousands of people out there that give me absolute living hell. But supporting Kentovin, I took on a overwhelming amount. And nobody was calling me asking me if I'm okay or if I'm fine, if I appreciate being in the position that I'm in. No, on both sides, I just repeatedly got pleaded with that I should do another show and another show and another show where people sling mud at each other. And Kentovin finally finalized the deal whenever he said, I see your YouTube channel is a mud-slinging place. Basically, he's a big channel where he doesn't want to talk about any of this stuff on his own show or Matt Powell's show or anybody else's, that he realized that I was a guy who would just basically sit back and allow them to do what they're going to do and not condemn or judge anybody on either side. Now I've got Mark Stoney making videos about me. I've got people who used to volunteer at Dow, and it's funny because I've never even been to the place. <laughs> I've never seen the dead bodies everybody supposedly is talking about. And this all started because I admired and respected a guy and supported his ministry. So everything that people went after him on, I suddenly find myself in the middle of this. And then I get to thinking to myself, like any normal human being would be, is what is the benefit for me? What What is Kent actually doing for me besides causing me to have all these shows that will eventually violate terms of service and community guidelines and destroy my channel? And the answer was, he was doing nothing to help me whatsoever. In fact, it was of nobody's concern about what I was going through and how this was making me sick, even though I repeatedly told people this. It was aggravating, it was irritating, and I felt like my channel was starting to sway away from the direction towards God and trying to sow seeds, that it was more trying to defend the discrepancies of a ministry that has a lot of problems, a lot of issues. Why did I do that? Because I admired Kent. That was one reason. And number two, my mother, she was a Christian, and she believed that Christianity was the body of Christ, that we are brothers and sisters, that we are family, and that we should be taking care of each other. And I felt by doing this, it gave him the opportunity but from Kent's perception and point of view, I was a, a small channel where Kent could really cut loose and these former wives could cut loose, I guess. And they just seen my channel as a small place that they could go to and do that. And it didn't matter what happened to me. It didn't matter what happened to my videos. All the work that I've tried to do and the ministry I've tried to actually create and do.
Basically, my YouTube channel had become a flop house, and nobody cared. How do I know that Kent didn't care? He never once encouraged people to watch a video that was separate from his own drama. You'll never find on his channel where he says, you should check out Brett Keen's videos having to do with God. They're wonderful. They're beautiful. They're great. Listen to some of his argumentation or some of his views having to do with cosmology or evolution or abiogenesis. Not once did I get mentioned, and if I did get some kind of mention, it was only whenever he was directing people to go like a 20-second clip telling people, oh, I'm going to be over here for the moment. But because of this, the, the extraordinary problem with this was people were simply coming over to see the drama and the aggravation. And that's it. They weren't coming over be to hear me because it was no longer my show anymore. Nobody was hearing about God and why God is great and why we should serve him. And there was absolutely no glorification of God in any of it whatsoever. It had become a flop house. In all the months since my channel disappeared and I disappeared off the internet, thinking over and over to myself, I don't see one single video where Matt Powell says, where did Brett Keen go? What happened to Brett Keen? I don't get one single phone call ever from this guy. And the only thing he can tell me in this recording that you've heard is that it seems like every year you have this moment where you feel unappreciated, like we don't care about you. Well, why do you think I'd think that for, Matt? And I'm going to tell you right now, Matt, this is the final video that you two get because I'm severing ties. But to be honest with you, if we're really honest about this, we didn't have any ties to begin with. Matt, you never had any desire or ambition to support any of the good videos that I did. You never featured or mentioned me at all. You took a video from my channel where you debated a guy called Mr. Jones, and you did the same thing as Kent. You didn't really give me any kind of advertisement because all I was was a moderator. If you were to grab a, a video from Standing From Truth, he's going to be sitting there the whole time quiet while the two men up above are sitting there debating back and forth, and you'll never know anything about Donnie or Standing For Truth. For the past couple of years, I've watched you interview super popular Christians that you deemed as worthy, but you never asked me once if you could interview me or have me do a collaboration with you or check out Brett's video. He got, he's got a really good thing, which is really odd because you every once in a blue moon left a comment stating, I love your videos. Your arguments are so awesome, but you never actually sent anybody over to the videos. I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you're like one of these Twitter people where you think that if you hit like button on somebody's thing or you 
like make a comment or something that somehow you've changed the world in doing that. Well, it did. And I feel like the more popular you get, Matt, the less and less I'll hear from you. I'll hear from you maybe once a year. You say, Brett, I'd rather have peace. Why why don't you talk to me and all that? And let's not badmouth each other. Well, I don't feel like I badmouthed you. I simply spoke the truth. I simply said that you are not very good at being there for your friends. Well, maybe you don't consider me an actual friend in your heart. I mean, you say it, but... I don't see anything. I don't, I mean, if, if someone were to go to your channel right now, they wouldn't even know that we're friends. You don't make any mention of me whatsoever. It's as if I don't even exist. And the same for Kent Hovind. If you go over to his channel, it's as if I don't even exist. I'm not even mentioned. So really there's nothing to cut loose here. I'm just going to do, I'm going to let you know what I've done. I've unsubbed to you and I've unsubbed to Kent because it's too heartbreaking to actually see you guys just go on doing what you're going to do and knowing that you had no value in what I was doing at all, that you felt like every once in a blue moon, a comment was enough to prove your friendship, I guess. I don't feel like people are obligated to bend over backwards. I was never asking you to strain yourself. But my goodness, I just feel like um, I just don't fit into what you guys are doing at all. I don't. It's not a matter of feeling unappreciated or feeling unloved, Matt. It's a matter of knowing that I'm not appreciated, I'm not cared about. A friend does not wait eight, nine months before he gets in contact. And the reason why he makes contact is because a video was made with his name in it. That shows me that you're looking around, you're concerned about your image and how you're represented on the internet. It shows me that Kent only is aware of a video being made of him because his tech support told him, hey, somebody made a video about you and that's it. You guys don't care about me. And unfortunately, there's a lot of Christians out there it does not seem like you care about. That's not bad-mouthing you. You say you're too busy. You're too busy. Well, I wouldn't want you to strain yourself anymore. I'll be one of those people that you don't have to worry about. I'm going to be one of those burdens that is going to release itself, unshackle itself from your busy existence. And I think that's an act of love. I mean, if someone thinks that you're too burdensome and too troublesome to even mention as a friend, then my goodness, why hold on to something like that? You might as well be trying to hold water. So, no, this is it. This is the end of the road. Um, I hope that God uses you as an instrument to do good things and positive things. But if I don't feel like I'm a part of uh, the body of Christ, if I don't feel like people I'm associated with care about my well-being or see me as a brother or brethren, then that's it. That's, it. that's the end of the road.
And I hope that nobody out there thinks that I drew first blood because I didn't. I've given it years. It's been years, Kent and Matt. Years. Some people are going to ask, why did it take so long, Brett Keane? Why? Why did it take so long for you to see this? Because I believed in what they did. I had faith that sooner or later that things might change, evolve, as some people might say. They didn't. As these guys get bigger and more massive, the less and less you hear from them. And as mad as far as your family and kids and playing with them and going to church and all that, as you know, I've got a wife and two children myself. I'm pretty busy as well. But I was never so busy that I couldn't say positive things about your video and repeatedly tell people to check you out. It is what it is. You know, it's really sad, though, and I'm going to finish it up with this. I don't know if you noticed, I don't know if it's like a technical thing or a generation thing because a lot of atheists are very young, but this new generation of atheists, although some of their arguments, I get on to them about it, at least they know how to like connect with each other, at least they know how to do that. They've been struggling for the longest time to build communities and have communities. And I think that they understand where I'm coming from, too. Trying to make friends, trying to connect with people, and just sometimes it just doesn't work out. Some people don't share the mutual respect. It's just not... What is that word? Reciprocal, I think is what it's called. Yeah. So, Matt, don't worry. You won't hear another word from me, and neither will Kent. That's the end of the road for that. Going forward, I'm going to make shows with people who do enjoy hanging out with me and talking to me, people who do um, honor my friendship, people who are loyal, um, people who love complimenting me and saying kind things to me and basically encouraging me to continue to do positive things and direct my channel towards God. I've made many, many videos since I've been back about glorifying God and refuting arguments and all this. And I feel really, really good when I do that. I don't want to have nothing to do with this other crap. I don't want to be a podcast that spends its time just pissing all over other people. So that's that. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I'm sure that some of the people who subbed me for Kent Drama, you'll try to find somebody else that you can watch having to do with that because you didn't come here for me or maybe you did maybe originally that was the point but if you're expecting more you're not going to get it i'm going to keep doing what i've been doing because that's what makes me happy god bless